What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. This Haberman of Middlecoff segment is brought to you by Ease.com and EaseWellness.com. Promo code HAM and mybookie.ag, promo code HAM and the numeral one. And untuckit.com and the promo code HAM and SeatGeek. You know it, promo code HAM. Now to the segment. God, I just thought of that dive that Derek had in Nebraska. <laughs> okay, Raiders Well, lose. guy, he has it framed in his fucking house, so whenever he's taking an Instagram playing with his kids, you see it in the background. Well, I would do it. It is a beautiful photo, photo, but it's at the front yeah. of his mind. Every time he starts breaking for a pylon, he's like, oh, there's going to be another sweet photo. <laughs> I don't blame him because that's what I was thinking. He's going for it. Um, what did anything matter? Like I, I look at the Raiders. Like I actually call me crazy. Thought they were a little better than the final score. That thing just got away from them. If they win next week, it, what happened against the Packers doesn't really matter. Well, guy, but I think the elephant in the room is when did the thing get away from? Them? I thought they came to Green Bay. No elephant in the room. I think it's pretty clear. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I wouldn't say they were outplaying them, but they were definitely at minimum the equals. Like, they were there to play, and it felt like... And I had said this morning on the Periscope, tweeting with people on this show, I thought the Packers were going to flex their muscle. Up until Derek tried to go fucking hero ball, you could have convinced... Like, could the Raiders win this game? Like, what if Rodgers throws a pick in this? Just something weird happens? They Guy, it was 14-10... to 10. The ball on the one-yard line or two-yard line, yeah, I mean, it was right there, basically on the goal line. They got stuffed first down, their best player. So I get it, try to roll Derek out. Derek, man, you're not playing Nebraska. And we're not talking – that wasn't the Tommy Frazier Nebraska days either, right? That was uh, – what's his name uh, from Youngstown State that was a coach? Polinka. Polini? Uh, uh, yeah, Polini. Bo Polini's cat. Bo <laughs> Polini. <laughs> so – this is he is with uh, Trestle right now? Is that where he is? No, he coaches, I think, at Youngstown Stage as the head coach. Yeah, well, Jim Trestle's the athletic. Isn't that where Jim oh, Trestle's yeah, the yeah, yeah, so they're together. I think Derek just naturally thinks it's still Bakersfield Christian. I can outrun guys. I don't know who the linebacker was. Maybe it was Blake Martinez. I think it, Derek realized probably before we got like five feet away from the pylon, like, I can't dive. He'll kill me in the air. So I got to go out of bounds, but I'm going to stick the ball over. And Vic Tafer wrote, people forget 
But Derek said after that happened in at, uh, against Dallas at the Coliseum, I would have done that again. And everyone was responding like, of course he did. I still remember that. People are pissed off. And what's funny is the CBS crew, they go to Sterator. And Sterator's laughing about it. Yeah. And he's like, I remember the play. And he's like, that wasn't even the biggest play of the game. Remember there was an index card. He's yeah. kind of jabbing a little. I'm like, oh, Raider Nation's going to be pissed. And it's just, it's, again, I'm going to use this word a little bit. And I, this is coach's words. you got to hold high standards, guy. And when guys know the repercussions, it's unacceptable. It really is. It's unacceptable as the quarterback in that situation. When it's if already, you told me it was fourth down, different story. Yeah, fourth down, end of the game, down five or whatever, 100%. First fucking half, down four points on the road. What can you not do in that situation? What, what did Rich Gannis once famously say? A goal line turnover. Two weeks ago. Better to die. Better to die. Better, yeah, okay. It, it doesn't start with a goal line. Yeah, then have a goal line turnover. And that's a goal line turnover. Which I everyone hates the rule. It doesn't bother me at all. You should be penalized enormously for turning the the ball over right there. I've seen it multiple times, and I love. What do people? What what do the people that hate the rule? They just think you should get the ball right there. I think they probably think it should be treated like a forward fumble. It just comes that one goes out of bounds. It should just come back to the spot. But to me, it just makes it's just it's an oddity that's that's just I don't know. I for whatever reason I remember the first time I ever saw it. I probably saw it growing up, but I don't really remember it. The first time I ever saw it was Colin Kaepernick did it as the quarterback of Nevada at Hawaii. I remember seeing it. it was like same deal, but he stuck same exact up. deal. It's like that is awesome. Like there should be some penalty for reaching out. You shouldn't just get to fumble it into the end zone out of bounds because no. you're going I, for the like. There's a risk when you stick that ball out to try and score a touchdown. I I so I, I, like I, I can't. I can't get over why so many people that cover the NFL hate the rule. I, don't, I think I don't even I haven't heard a good argument. What is the argument? Like it's well, too just, punitive. I, this yeah. is a, in a punitive society. We always yeah. care about punishment. I think that's I think a lot of it's that. Like it's just too harsh. Well, you're right though. It should be harsh because think of what the guy's risking to do. He's trying yeah, to it's get the a upside is you're getting seven points. So yeah, so you make risk a decision. It to get, what does uh, Bruce Arians say? You got to risk it to get the biscuit. Yeah. Well, you fucking risk it, and it's better to die a baby than have a goal line turnover. Derek, that's. That one's bad, man. Well, and because I, they I drive the field, score, and they're getting the ball first to start the second half. And what do they do? They score. Drive the field, score again. And then they scored again. It was basically, the Raiders ended up scoring later in the game. Derek Sneaky kind of got, I don't think he got pulled. The game was just over. So they put it was over, yeah. Yeah. There was a 21-7 stretch. And so instead of being down four, or at minimum, you just kick the field goal, right? You get no, stuffed up, again. Up four. Yeah, but I'm just saying, let's say you don't score a touchdown and you just get like, the, you know, Eric runs out of bounds, you get stuffed on the next play, kick a field goal down 14-13. to 13. You're feeling pretty good about yourself at halftime. Now, one point on the road, Lambeau, you've kind of outplayed them a little bit or at least been their equal. Yeah. Instead, you, like you say, they turn it over, they fucking score. So halftime ends, you went, we were just down, we were going to be up at minimum or down one, maybe up four, now we're down for, what was it, 21 to 10 and a half. And then, like, you, they get the ball, boom, 28 to 10, and that's where the game fell over. Like, there was no way, to me, once it went 28 to 10, the Raiders were not overcoming at Lambeau with the roster they have, 28-10. Now, they ended up scoring, and all of a sudden it was 28-17, but you're like, that's, even down 28-17, you're still down fucking 11 points. It was, it was crippling, guy. It was crippling. Yeah. I, I just don't see... That's one of those where, and Derek said he cost the team. He basically said he cost the team. He's, he's going to say all the right shit, but it's just 
I don't judge really people on words. It was like your actions were, it literally cost the team a chance to win the game. On the road when you were playing really well. Because I could see if you're Gruden, you're like, God, we had a good game plan. This team is clearly just good. Fucking Rodgers is playing well. They got one of the best defenses in the league. And we could have been down at worst one point at halftime. One point. Instead, we're down 11 and the game kind of feels over. I mean, that was, of all the plays I saw today, minus the Chargers, that was the biggest kick in the dick play. Like, where it's just partly because it's, it's happened before. Minus the Chargers. Because they would have actually won yeah, the game. Yeah, I'm not counting the Chargers. Melvin Gordon hadn't fumbled not, after they not, had a touchdown overturned. Not counting the Chargers. Just counting the Raiders. Yeah. If you were, because all the fans were like, this this really happened again? The same fucking thing? Maybe it's just the physics of it because you're running that way. The ball's naturally going to go forward, right? Maybe that's the argument for uh, media people that hate it. What do you mean? You think, well, it's just the ball's naturally going to fall forward. It's stupid. You're out of bounds. I don't know. So don't I'm do it. Yeah, don't reach the ball. When I first got to Fresno State, again, a little inside Fresno State, the year before, I think you were at the game, Marlon Moore had a mm. famous play, played in the league Texas for a little bit, reached the ball over, and it got hit out of his hand out of bounds. But, Same type deal. But there was a roughing the passer on that play. See? But there wasn't a roughing the passer on this play. So, <laughs> Partly because the passer had the ball in his hands. It rained that day, too. I, would you... There was a play yesterday, did you see the Alabama game, where... It's the play where Jeremy Pruitt grabs a quarterback's helmet where he's going to jump over the line and the, he barely gets the ball to like his chin and it gets hit out and yeah. it go, falls right to some Alabama guy that of course runs a 4-3 and runs right around everyone and scores a touchdown. 100 yards, yeah. Would, would you, if you ran a program, college or pro, would you just be anti-ever reaching the ball out get, unless it's like fourth down or a must-have situation? No, I, especially, look, I'd feel better about quarterbacks doing it. I mean, uh, running backs doing it, first of all. But it gets knocked out from running back sometimes. Yeah, but too. no, I don't. Th- I mean, like to me, like just go play. Like guys, go play the game, make plays, run hard, play. Yeah, fast. go go make plays, whatever. But you know, what about the what, uh, two hand holding it out? Is different. Yeah, that's the one, one I'm hand. thinking of. Is the two hand hold out yeah. when you're trying to go over the pile? That you try. Would to you always be anti the one hand hold out? Because I might just ban that. Because that's where you consistently. Yeah, see we that got. Play we're going to measure everybody's hands, and you got to be over like a certain hand size to do the one hand hold out. Because if you're going to go one-hand holdout and you're now 0 for 2 with two touchbacks, we got two dead babies, guy. I mean, that's, that's what we got. And that's... Wouldn't you guess that Rich Gannon might have heard that comment when he was playing for John Gruden, so the guy on the staff? Like, there is a chance that that happened, right? Yeah. So Gruden has heard that. Is there a chance that that coach was told that by John Gruden? Potentially. John Gruden, or that John, John got it from that coach. John's face looked like... I want to kill someone. Well, did you see? I, I don't know if you got a glimpse. I, they looked like they went to halftime really game, quick. Uh, they might have not that, have had that time. That game for, was way crisper and might have been the sun, that Lambeau. Just a oh, visual experience in the Niners game. It was right? so beautiful. I loved watching <laughs> that part of that game. I looked. They went to commercial really fast, or they went to halftime really fast. So I don't know that they intended to do a halftime interview, but they had a quick clip of Tracy Wolfson in a dead sprint. Because Gruden was at a dead sprint. She was side-by-side side with him, I think, just getting a comment. She wasn't going to do an interview. Sneak, you notice sneaky sprinter after games and halftimes? He just beelines. Unlike most coaches, Briss Walk, he runs. Well, she was and running not, with him. Not at, a, not at a total rapid speed because he's still John Gruden and a little overweight, but he's running. Yeah. 
Uh, but but again, John, I I th- it's cr- I know it sounds crazy. I thought they did. So- I just watched them today and thought that's a real f- football. Like they'd beaten the Bears, they'd beaten the Colts. It's a real football team. I know they got blown out in the end, but like they play next week against the Lions team. I think they can beat. They did get their ass kicked in the second half. I know. It, the I, believe me, that's what I said. Call me crazy. But I just I think they can beat the Lions next week, and if they do that, no, they play the Texans. Oh, the Lions. Texans. Why do you think they could be? I saw Cal well, Comey. Like, I'm already picking the Texans. Well, I, I, th- I thought they were playing the Lions. So. It, at Houston. They play the Lions in two weeks, which That's, I think the Lions aren't bad either. Like, we all agree that they could, they could play well and lose these next I couple games. I don't feel games, great right? about them against Houston. <laughs> Who now Cal Comey has picked to win. them against Houston. Already. He's like, I'm, do, you guys think I hate them? I'm already picking them. All right. Well, I, I'll, I'll say this after Houston lost that. today, now four and three, and, con, you know, yeah, a I, little bit of a must win. I do think they can beat Houston there. I, that's, I just, because I've just watched them beat the Bears. I watched them beat the Colts. They can hang in game. They can play football. They can, they're, they're not the Redskins. They're not the Dolphins. They can a, hang. A little harder to cover Hopkins than it is Valdez Scantling. That's the truth. He but was, they, but they got to win, they got to win that game. For what? Just to so just to continue to have this conversation about the Chiefs quarterback Pat Mahomes is hurt. Can can you sneak around in the AFC West? They have to win next week, or else we can't have that conversation anymore. Here's the other, you know the Packers. I mean, they get to fucking play the Chiefs next week and avoid Mahomes. That's pretty I think big. We're, I think we're going to look up and this back to the Niners that. The number one and number two seeds out west, or not out west, but the equivalent of west, the NFC. But I guess they have AFC teams out west too, so it doesn't work quite like the NBA. Uh, you're going to have to have a pretty goddamn good record to get a to get a buy in the NFC. Like there, there's no buy team with like eleven and five got the two. Yeah. <laughs> like it's you're probably there might be a fifteen and one team, there might be a thirteen and three team. Where that's where we get to the AFC. Why, in fairness to the Raiders. The score, I, I agree with you, looks a lot worse. They they really went toe-to-toe with them in the first half. I think that was the ultimate just kicking the nuts play. And then basically the next two possessions are 14 points. You're not making that up against Green Bay. The game ended. But they, they're well-prepared. I think they're tough. They're physical. They, they couldn't cover anyone today. Now that's where I go back to, well, they're playing, I mean, one of the best players I've ever seen, not just play football, but like any athlete I've ever watched professionally in my life, Aaron Rodgers would be on a short list of just a guy that's made me consistently say, holy shit, did he just do that? <laughs> I mean, he's that's just a bit disadvantage. Now, I do think going to the Texans, he has, I was just got some of that game on, uh, on the red zone. Mm-hmm. He has some of that to him too. Like he does just remarkable shit, yeah. Deshaun, of just scrambling around, of like when you're sacking him, making throws, and like he's got Hopkins and a couple other guys that just make crazy plays. They're just, it's tough. But if they were to beat the Texans, then all of a sudden the Raiders would be four and three. The Texans would be four and four. You'd be like, well, the Raiders have the tiebreaker then for the wild card. That I I've said this over and over. If they were to win one of these two games, they already lost the first one. We would take them seriously as a playoff contender. But I do think you lose next week, then you can see where it kind of can spiral because yeah. then you could lose a tight one to the Lions. Then all of a sudden you're three and five, you're three and six. The other thing, you know, is you're four and seven. You're like you're fucked. Losing might mean seventeen fourteen, or probably not seventeen fourteen. Losing might mean it could mean twenty eight twenty four, but it also could look like it looked today. 
And that's where it look. That's where it would feel even worse, right? When it's forty-five twenty-one or something like that. Do you think it's harder to stomach when you have a game like today if you're Gruden and you go, "God, our game plan, our guys were ready," even though you know we're not as good as them. We carried ourselves like equals. And we hit them right in the teeth, and then you kind of blame Derek because I'm looking at Derek's numbers. And I thought watching it, he was just he was playing pretty well. He's twenty two of twenty eight from three hundred yards and two touchdowns. Now he did throw a pick later in the game, which yeah. the game was kind of over, so he kind of had to not over, but he was you had to score touchdowns. I don't the pick doesn't bother me as much as the is the reaching the ball out because that it was a goal. Well, that was a goal line pick though, wasn't it? I mean, it was another baby died. Yeah. Right, that was in the end zone. Well, yeah, but I think they were at like the seven yard line. Yeah, he wasn't on like, but I mean, the one yard line. Yeah, it was in the the guy caught it same, in the end zone. Yeah, yeah. So I think they all count. You're at seven yard lines field goal. I, range. I, I think now, we it's should rename it. I, I think you, I think we need to rename the saying. A you started out for me. I can't ever start it. Better to die a child. It's better to die a child. He said baby child. You know, we start getting like five six. Better to die a baby. Okay. Than to have a red zone turnover. I think that's the thing. Why don't we just establish that there was a or baby turnover zone. in the end zone? Maybe that's what it was. I just baby zone to me the seven yard line's baby zone. Okay, yeah, I'd say ten and in baby zone. You want to do that? Sure. The green zone. I, I I also feel like you kind of feel it right. Like if you've had a great drive, you're at the twelve. It's like God, they were going to score. You know, like there there are those situations where you come all the way down the field. You're at the twelve. It's like second down. You're gonna score. I listen. I'm. I'm biased with Derek. I, I, I don't feel I don't feel I don't do well criticizing him. I don't really tweet much negative things, even when they cross my mind when I'm watching him play. I like the you know I've known him a long time, even though he blocked me on Twitter. Uh, I don't you know hold a grudge over that. He has had I would say a defining attribute so far of the Gruden. and I'm sure we could do a study, or someone probably has the stat. He Amari just had a touchdown. He's had a lot of and I mean a lot of. Of baby zone turnovers has he not? Oh, in the Gruden era, yeah, I mean a lot, and those are they're they're just backbreakers. Is there's not a bigger in fairness to the guy that gave Gannon that quote? The, the point stands that it is just it can't happen because it's just even the best teams you can't overcome it. You just because most games in the NFL are close and that. When you have that happen, the swing, because whether it's the fumble in the end zone or even a pick in the end zone, the guy just hits the ground, you just lost points, and then they get the ball at the 20. That's part of where the rule kicks in, right? You, they don't just get the ball backed up at their own one. They, they get a little space. Yeah. So worst case scenario, they go three and out. They still punt it. Well, then we get the ball at like our 20. I just We're fucked. It's, and he has... He might lead the league in baby's own turnovers the last 20 games. It feels like he does. Because I, I can recount like three or four off the top of my head from last year, let alone already the multiple. I mean, he had multiple today. It's a problem for him right now. I don't know. But it's weird because I, I think he's playing pretty well. I don't know how you feel about his game, but I watch him today. Like, he's pretty confident. Yeah, he makes I mean, I, good throws. I, I, yeah, yes. Well, this mean, is all a part. Yeah, I, I I watch them. I think they can run the football. Like they're a, that's what I'm saying. When you watch it, sometimes you're like, okay, there's something here. Yeah, they're an NFL operation. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, 
but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.